0: So we're joined today by Professor Tetsuro Matsuzawa, the director of the Primate Research Institute. Thanks for uh, joining
1: us on the Primate Cast.
0: Thank you. And uh, he, has, he is in charge of the chimpanzee project at PRI, both in the laboratory and also in the field in West Africa, in Basu.
2: Mm. I just actually, I just come coming oh, back wow. from Africa. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, really enjoyable, wonderful month. Mm-hmm in Africa. That's right. I liked it. You make it a point every year. Yes, twenty-six annual visit (laughs) for 26 years since
0: 1986. Wow. Mm -hmm. So what's your impression of kind of the evolution of research at Bosu since you started?
2: Um, Well, uh, Bosu is one of the long-running research sites of chimpanzees in Africa. Uh, you can pick up, like, Gombi, mm-hmm. run by Jane Goodall British. And what's next? Mahare, uh, that has been run by Toshisada Nishida, uh, who passed away, unfortunately, last year. And the third longest, which one? Hmm, could be Bosu, mm. since 1976, almost the same time. Mm. 1977 8 in uh, Thai, Côte d'Ivoire, mm-hmm. by Christoph Bosch. So mm-hmm. this currently run by Germany, German mm, Max Planck Institute for Evolutionary Anthropology. Right. And the uh, fifth could be Kibale, run by Richard Rangham Harvard University, mm-hmm. USA. So. Let's think about, say, five major sites. Among five, two are run by Japanese. That is one. And look at another species of genus Pan, so called bonobos. Mm-hmm. Who is a pioneer of the wild bonobo study? That is, of course, Professor Kano, that's mm-hmm. right. Japanese. So, in that sense, if we think about the evolutionary neighbors of humans, chimpanzees and bonobos, uh, Japanese has made a lot of efforts and contribution to understand uh, their lives mm. and their minds. So that's a great segue into a very mm.
1: interesting point of the history mm. of primatology, because mm. in Japan that obviously obviously started quite a number of years ago. Mm. So can you comment a little bit on mm. how that
0: developed? Even in Africa, th- that's right. They were yeah. there very early. Yes,
2: yes. Um, I think in the West. Uh, people, for example, we talked about chimpanzees. So I do not deny that Jane Goodall made a great contribution to understand the chimpanzee in the wild, because she is actually the first person who made the successful uh, research of chimpanzees. She, it was, in my recollection, it was July 14th Uh, She landed on the shore of Gombe, Mm. studied her long-running research. It's amazing, more than 50 years. (laughs) One community, Uh, it's very amazing. 1960. That's right. But not many people recognize that Japanese started the first African survey in 1958, two years before Jane started Gombe research. So 1958, Imanishi and Itani, our spiritual ancestors, Mm -hmm. uh, they made the first uh, survey of African great apes in 1958, and they looked around eight countries for three months to find the good research sites. And they continued the survey in 1959 and 60, and finally settled in Mahale in 1965. It took seven years, mm. but we started earlier. Mm. But why the difference between British and Japanese? Because of the history. So eastern part of Africa was once colonized by British. That's okay. right. Japanese had no relationship with African continent. So that is the major difference as far well as I understand. In terms of primatology, I think Japan, the country, has a great advantage mm. in comparison to European countries and North America. Very simple. We have Japanese monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> there are no American monkeys, no German monkeys, no French monkeys. That's right. so. Yeah. so I think I really appreciate the existence of wild Japanese monkeys in this country.
1: So how exactly did the study of the species begin? I appreciate
2: your question. Uh, Japanese primatology, it's very exceptional discipline. You can pinpoint which day (laughs) the discipline started. (laughs) (laughs) That is December the third, nineteen forty-eight. Nineteen forty-eight. Wow. Nineteen forty-eight. Please remember that there was the World War II. It was finally over in August fifteenth, nineteen forty-five. So Japan surrendered. So we completely defeated after the two atomic (coughs) bombs in Nagasaki, Hiroshima. So nineteen forty eight that means only three years after the end of the world war the mm-hmm. second. Mm. Mm. Imanishi at that time he was forty two years old. He was unpaid lecturer of Kyoto University. Wow. Wow. Very I'm dedicated. dedicated man. Yeah, yes, <laughs> dedicated man. Of course, at that point in Kyoto University, that has more than hundred years history, so there is a department of biology, yes. and there is a section of uh, anthropology, and there is a professor of zoology, but he was unpaid lecturer, his position, but his question was so unique. He wanted to know the evolutionary origin of human society. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. There are human societies. But he is among the first person who raised a very clear question. Where did it come from? Mm -hmm. Mm. Human society, the evolutionary basis. Mm -hmm. And first, he had the experience in Mongolia in 1930s to study the society of horses, so that first he went to Toi Peninsula to know the society of horses, mm-hmm. and he was accompanied by two undergraduate students. One is Itani, another is Kawamura. Later, both became become, became um professors of Kyoto University, but at that time, they were undergraduate students. By the way, anyway, um, one evening, after watching the horse's behavior, they recognized a group of monkeys moving (laughs) in the woods. And almost instantaneously, three of them, all of them got the idea, oh, it's not horses it could be monkeys mm. to know more about the evolutionary origin of humans. That's right.
1: I love this story because mm. it seems so serendipitous mm. that they stumble but, into monkeys, which mm. actually is a much better model model mm. probably for human societies than the horses they originally wanted yeah. to study.
2: So, um, Andrew and Chris, uh, both of you uh, were the students of Primate Research Institute. So as you know we have the um special program for the freshmen so the first year of the graduate school yes all mm-hmm. students are asked to go to koshima mm-hmm. mm. and also visit to toy peninsula to see the horses mm. mm-hmm. that's right mm-hmm. and at this moment it's not so far i mean only 30 minutes drive from Koshima to Toy Peninsula, not so far. But imagine, no road, no cars. So one full day they walk Whoa. with uh, huge luggage from uh, Toy Peninsula to Koshima to see the monkeys. So how did they know about Koshima? Mm, that is another interesting story. It's not the researchers, but the ordinary people made... Uh, a lot of effort to do the conservation of monkeys in Koshima mm-hmm. in the wild. That somehow reminds me of the case of Bossu chimpanzee mm-hmm. in Guinea. So, local people, the chimpanzees are totem. So, the local pe- people made a lot of conservation efforts in Guinea.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The same story in Japan. Local people made a lot of efforts to make the conservation of were Japanese monkeys in a small island named Koshima. So Koshima monkeys itself, maybe people in, in the primatology area too, they do not really know the full story of koshima i think so mm. Man. many people think about oh koshima monkey sweet potato that's washing right. so Richard just started those kind of things that's true but in advance the prerequisite is in 1930s so before the world was second already koshima monkey is so-called nas- national treasure hmm. oh,
0: wow. it was registered i didn't know that
2: national treasure because of the local people their efforts so people know that in this island there are monkeys Mm. a group of monkeys and they continue to protect it but no research no Mm -hmm. academic work so definitely Imanishi knew had known that the are monkeys in Koshima, not so far from Toy Peninsula, so that was uh, the very basic uh, point of their transferring from horses to monkeys. They had the knowledge; mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the monkeys there, so they made just what they have to do is only one thing: they make their own decision. Mm. Let's go to monkeys. And it was December the 3rd, 1948, they landed on Koshima, tried to find the monkeys, that's it. Mm. Important point is, at that time, no one knows about monkeys. It's completely different from the current situation. Mm. Yeah, All things like uh, patrilineal lineage, no one knows it. That's right. Mm yeah I think uh, what sorry matrilinear, matrilinear lineage
1: yeah one of the things that maybe some of the listeners might not appreciate is mm. that it was the Japanese researchers mm. that pretty much developed this entire area of really focusing on individuals within their societies of primates mm-hmm. mm. to
2: develop this study yes, yeah for the ordinary people and academic people too, a group of monkeys, a group of monkeys, you can. See, maybe you can discriminate males from females or you can easily see mother and infant, that's all. But two important things we have to know. Imanishi wanted to know the society as a whole. Mm -hmm. It's not the individual monkey. Mm. So what he wanted to know is the society. What kind of society? You can see a group of monkeys, but what kind of society they have? And for that purpose, you have to know the members of the society at the individual level. Right. So that is identification. Mm. And the question is about human society at the evolutionary basis. So for Imanishi, the members of the community in humans, the members of the community in monkeys, not different mm. at all. So that is the reason why they gave a nickname, not the alphanumeric numeric right. code. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was kind of the Western standard. Yeah.
2: So gave the name to the individual monkeys, then just with the patience, uh, keep the records for a long time, and innovative. Procedure at that time is provisioning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To give a foot, they invited the members to the researchers. So later, the procedure is criticized and uh, from provisioning to habituation, the method was changed. But the idea is the same. Yeah. How to identify each member of the community to know the group as a whole. Mm. And I think nobody could really argue the
1: benefits that came out of those early studies that Mm. used provisioning strictly Mm. because of the
0: the clarity or resolution with which they could really start to understand those groups. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that it's often taught in animal behavior courses about Mm. the sweet Mm. potato washing Mm. of one particular individual. Mm. But there's also this kind of larger context. Yes, because uh,
2: Sweet Potato Washing, <clears throat> that episode was found in September 1953. Mm-hmm. This means 1948. So it's five years later mm-hmm. than the, uh, since the initial effort. And actually, in the first seven years, according to the record uh, written by Itani, he is a sort of the manager of managing the group of researchers according to his record in the first seven years the Japanese primatologist visited nineteen places from Shimokita to Yakushima to know various troops of Japanese monkeys. And that's
1: interesting because Shimokita is actually the northernmost location for primates (laughs) aside from humans
0: yes but naturally living yeah and it's also interesting as you mentioned earlier that the same group went to Africa and went to eight countries right yes so
2: So really well in that sense those founders they are really nature lovers (laughs) (laughs) so
1: what were the key factors in the development of primatology in Japan versus what was going on in the West
2: the clear difference of the study of primates in the West, mm. means European and North American and Japanese, is the fieldwork, uh, and that is because of Japanese monkeys. We have monkeys in the wild, so the discipline started in the wild. That's right. Yeah, uh, primatology in the West started in the non-human primates kept in zoo setting in captivity behavior, physiology, whatever. So that was the focus. But in our case, the origin is very clear. Thanks to the existence of wild Japanese monkeys, we started primatology as a fieldwork to know their lives in the wild. So this still keep going in the mm-hmm. institute. That's the reason why whatever your subject, whatever your major, you have to go to Koshima first (laughs) (laughs) to see the Japanese monkeys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So for one full week, you have to spend there to know the monkeys in the world. Mm -hmm. So that is uh, the policy of education to keep the spiritual uh, tradition to the next generation.
0: So I'm interested in how Hmm. Imanishi went from this adventurer's spirit going all over Japan, going to Africa, mm. and then his idea to consolidate everything mm. into one research institute.
2: Yeah. In that sense, yes, I really admire his long-term perspective, wide perspective. One day I was so surprised to see the visual archives, photos, old photos of Imanishi and Itani's uh, expeditions to Africa in 1958, 1959, 1960, mm. and I think it's a picture, a photo, in 1962 or something. It's before Mahale, so... Um, I think it was called Kabogo, anyway. It's a Tanganyika lake shore. Near Gombe, near Mahale, but a different place. He and his team first settled, tried to habituate uh, wild chimpanzees, and at that time his way is completely different from um, what we expect. It's a huge expedition, like Stanley in Africa. So. They brought the house, okay. <laughs> the table and chair and everything in, in, into the field. Okay. So the research uh, facility is really fancy one. So that resembles the Antarctic expedition mm-hmm. and Himalayan expedition, so it's a big expedition to Africa. So that photo is... Imanishi sitting on the chair in front of the house. <laughs> but if you carefully look at the photo, there is a plate sticked on the wall and it says Kyoto University Primate Center.
0: Okay. So that was wow. the first primate center. Yeah. <laughs> Already
2: he had the idea to expand a chimpanzee study. To based on Japanese studies for a decade, mm-hmm. then chimpanzee-gorilla studies. And he has already had the perspective to build the first institute of primatology mm-hmm. in Japan. Mm-hmm. So at that point already he had the idea of founding Primate Research Institute, National Institute in Kyoto University.
0: Mm.
2: And so when did that actually happen? I think that photo is 1962 or something, but actually 1964, um, the top top academic organization in this country is called Science Council Japan. Science Council of Japan made a recommendation to the primary uh, prime minister of the country, the top person in this country, the recommendation is you should start primate research institute
0: in this country. How did you get started in primatology?
2: I happened to be a student of Kyoto University in 1969. The reason why I said I happened to be is I was raised in Tokyo area. Nursery school, primary school, secondary school, high school, I was in Tokyo. So I was supposed to become Tokyo University student mm-hmm. but 1969 is the storm of student power mm. all over the world. So in the long history more than 100 years University of Tokyo declared no entrance examination. <laughs> okay. 1969 they stopped. <laughs> so the, the students, my generation, all went to Kyoto, <laughs> no choice. So Kyoto and Tokyo, not much different, and Tokyo said no, no entrance examination. So all candidates went to Kyoto. Hmm. So I happened to go to Kyoto. But student power and uh, problems still continues. This means Kyoto University too, it, it was closed. Entrance examination, yes. I became Kyoto University undergraduate student, but nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So what I decided to do was climbing. <laughs> I, I happened to like climbing mountains. So I chose Kyoto University Alpine Club. So it is without intention. So I encountered Imanishi Uh-oh. in mountaineering. So I was so much fascinated by mountaineering. Mm -hmm. So I was connected to Nishibori and Kuwabara too because of mountaineering. But all the members of the mountaineering club means they are the students or graduate students tend to become professors in different disciplines. So, the the golden rule is, you have to be a unique to become a professor. Mm -hmm. You have to find a new virgin peak in the academic field. So, looking at the back of my colleagues, my senior colleagues, I try to find my own academic niche. And it was a question about the evolutionary basis of mind. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) So human mind, it is so clear we perceive this world like this. But why, how do we get here? For that purpose, we have to know the evolutionary neighbors, how do the monkeys, apes perceive this world? That may be the unique approach to understand human mind because human mind has been studied by so many psychologists, cognitive scientists. It was not new for me, but I tried to be a unique. Mm. So I wanted to know the perceptual world of non-human animals, starting from rats. From rats. Yes.
1: (laughs) I didn't know this is part of your history. So
2: So my major was a sort of neuroscience of rats' brain. So rats' behavior and brain is connected. And also human vision. So how about the binocular depth perception of humans. So I, I did both. So human visual processing and Rat's neuroscience mm-hmm. and combining together to become how the world is perceived by the monkeys through the behavior. So I was lucky enough to become a young assistant professor here in PR line at the age of 26. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is... A very young age, say the current situation.
2: And um, it's a tenure position. Yes. Mm. So I think mm, the professors at, at that time make a sort of a bet, a huge investment to a young boy. Hmm. He could become a good scholar. So let's take this guy, this boy as assistant professor.
0: I wonder if you can talk, so by the Mm. time you came to PRI, Mm. it had been established for Mm. a while Mm. since Imanishi founded it. Yes. And you came at the same time as kind of the start of more focused chimpanzee research here.
2: Good question. Uh, So Imanishi's effort uh, turned to become a national institute. It was 1967. So 1964 is a recommendation from Science Council of Japan to Prime Minister. Mm -hmm. And three years later, 1967, Primate Research Institute was built. And it was in the perspective of Imanishi, as Andrew described, it has a wide variety of disciplines, not only sociology and ecology, but also psychology, Mm -hmm. neuroscience, biochemistry. So Imanishi is character that lies by his holistic approach to know the things as a whole. So I became an assistant professor of department of psychology because of my major. In 1976, December, so it means almost 10 years after the uh, the creation of the institute. Mm-hmm. So already ten years uh, elapsed when yeah. I arrived. Right. And so, had
0: it always been a goal to bring chimpanzees to the institute since the from sites the beginning? Were already around?
2: From the beginning, there was a chimpanzee, as you know, Reiko, Right. Who was studied for bipedal. Right. So it wasn't, upright posture. It wasn't
0: like the mind of Reiko, It was more of
2: her yeah. So. So, Reiko is just a folk um, the research subject for morphology
0: mm-hmm.
2: or kinetic mm-hmm. locomotive analysis. And no one has interested in chimpanzee mind. Mm-hmm. So, it's not really me. My senior colleague, Professor Muro Hushi, mm-hmm. she is the founder of. Project. She is a person who got the idea okay, let's start the study of chimpanzee in terms of psychology. It is really the influence from the West. In 1969, as you may know, gardeners and gardeners published a paper in Science talking about washu chimpanzee mm. use gesture signs to the mutual communication between humans and chimpanzee. Now, 1969 and following 1970s, there are a couple of papers talking about signing apes. And those things was not yet done in Japan. So in 1970s, now Japan was ready to get into this field. And Professor Murofushi made the decision to import chimpanzees to the institute, not only Reiko but the other chimpanzees. That happened to be I, Mm -hmm. chimpanzee. So I chimpanzee arrived here in the institute in 1977, one year later my arrival. So I came first, then a year later I chimpanzee arrived. Okay. Mm -hmm. But since then your lives have been quite intertwined. Uh, Yes, I cannot forget the very first day I met uh, the tiny chimpanzee. Uh, She was in a small room in the underground level of the main building. No windows, nothing, just a light, bulb light hanging from the top, from the ceiling. And tiny chimpanzees, that's all. And for me too, this was the first time for me to see the chimpanzee in a close distance. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I had no knowledge about chimpanzee. Just uh, my impression is um, my 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 previous idea is it's a a little big monkey, black monkey. (laughs) (laughs) But the very first day in the very first encounter I recognized this is quite unique creature because when I look at her eyes, she looked into my eyes. This is very unusual. Mm-hmm. Already I had one year experience with Japanese monkeys. If you look at the eyes straight gaze, they really hate it. Yes, it can <laughs> like be problematic <laughs> <laughs> scream mm-hmm. or <coughs> Uh, aggressive Threaten, sure. mm, threatened threatened mm-hmm. so but that is not uh, the the very young chimpanzee so she carefully looked into my eyes and continued to look at me so I was so amazed mm-hmm. that gentle fashion and uh, I happened to have nothing to to bring without uh, love coat white coat with black mm, uh, clothes wrapping to, how do I say in English, it's something here, it's a cylindrical clothes to protect the,
0: the wrist.
2: Mm, wrist. Right. Mm. So I take out this clothes, because I had n- no other thing, so, and gave it to her. Suppose that this is Japanese monkeys, maybe sniffing, try to bite, sure. and um, it's not food, so just slow it away. That's it. But I chimpanzee, she received the clothes and put it into the arm. Wow. <laughs> slide up and slide down and slide up and slide down, just like M- mind sure, mm. and then pulled it out and give it back to me. Wow, wow. <laughs> so, so it was completely new world for me. Mm. I instantaneously recognized this is it's not a monkey, it's something else. So, I really want to know the mind of this young chimpanzee so every day was new for me since then so every day (laughs) Mm -hmm. seven days a week i met a chimpanzee and based on our previous skills advantage computer controlled experiments of monkeys Mm -hmm. already we have the accumulation for a decade 10 years because department of psychology was there in the very early age of the institute. Mm -hmm. So already we have been studying monkeys' behavior in the robot setting. So it was easy for me to the techniques and knowledge of monkeys to chimpanzees. Mm -hmm. So I e project is featured by Mm computer-controlled automatic experiment from the beginning. That is a clear difference from The sign language study
0: right and what would you say was the main reason for deciding to be fully automatic
2: objective way Mm -hmm. the science should be objective so i don't like chattering ape episodes Mm -hmm. Uh, i wanted to become uh, objective scientists that is one and another is i came from human visual information processing and uh, rat brain neuroscience so so the discipline I, I was trained is more objective more precise mm-hmm. so um, so-called psychophysics so you may uh, manipulate the variables then depending variables the behavior should be clearly described and defined mm-hmm. So this kind of, how about the relationship of the physical world and psychological world? So this was the original question of me, so that I did not study the topics like language or communication or social interaction, no, I was focusing on color vision, Mm -hmm. shape perception, and concept of number.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's probably the the most well-known part of the I-Project is Mm. the perception of numbers.
2: Yes, because uh, there is uh, initial constraints of I-Project. It should be the uh, last and tail end of ape language projects already done in the West. Now Japan should catch up to the front. So people are so much interested in ape language. Mm-hmm. So as an assistant professor, only one thing I was asked is something related to the language is necessary because of the research grant. Mm. People's concerns about linguistic capability of apes. But my concern is how to know the mind of chimpanzees. So. My idea is the number concept is it's a part of linguistic concept, mm-hmm. but it's quite small and clearly defined. The word of integer like one, two, three, four, five,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's like uh, a symbol, numeral, corresponding right. to one concept. Yeah, mm-hmm. And there is a huge possibility of like addition and subtraction, or even just it's a symbol like 12, 1 and 2 yes. means a different That's meaning, right. 12. So, so okay. numeric code can be a subset of linguistic codes. So that was my original idea, and I think it was quite good point. <laughs> so, so, precisely defined, and you can manipulate the things objectively. And to, ob- to manipulate the things very objectively, you have to use computer-controlled
0: mm-hmm.
2: apparatus. So from the beginning, it was keyboard interface to the computer, then touch monitor interface to the computer. So for m- more than three decades, we are doing project. All is featured by uh, this fully automated testing apparatus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's quite interesting as you mentioned more than three decades of mm. this research yet this PRI is still the only place where that setup mm. exists in the sen- extent that it does now. Mm.
2: Well, I think uh, in Germany and in the United States they started uh, the things to some extent mm-hmm. and they are doing those fully automated system to some extent. But thanks to our past achievement, I think project and the Chimpanzee Intelligence Test, fully automated apparatus, it was always the front line mm-hmm. in the past three decades. Mm-hmm. So, but I think mm-hmm. now people are trying Absolutely. to follow.
0: Right, and mm-hmm. I wonder if you could speak a little bit about Kind of how the chimpanzees here are different from other chimpanzees because they've had three decades of exposure to the touch panels. Oh,
2: I see. Yeah, that's an uh, interesting point. Mm. Thanks to Japanese primatology, I'm always paid attention to the wild. That is one. So 1986, it's me who decided to go to Africa. To know the chimpanzee in the wild, because already I project started, so I myself know to some extent about chimpanzee mind. But the very naive question, how this intelligence is utilized mm-hmm. in their natural habitat? Mm-hmm. I try to be a unique researcher who combine laboratory research and field research. So. This my orientation is important and through this experience in the world I recognize the importance of the community, mm. the group. Mm-hmm. It's not a simple aggregation of chimpanzees. Chimpanzees has three generations, cross-generation community, and each individual lives in the community. So suppose that even if you are interested in a single chimpanzee mind Mm -hmm. that chimpanzee should kept in a community
0: Mm -hmm.
2: to be a good normal one so I was one of the first persons in Japan paid attention to environmental enrichment Mm -hmm. and still my research is characterized by group living chimpanzee mm-hmm. not simple aggregation but the community level so Pli chimpanzee is a community of three generations mm-hmm. and 14 chimpanzees so I try to keep the community as a whole mm-hmm. so I myself did not much work about social intelligence mm-hmm. it's Chris and your generation, young generation, (laughs) did a lot of good studies of two chimpanzees pulling the rope together, or two two chimpanzees collaborate, or altruistic behavior and so forth. But all coming from the community-based chimpanzee as a subject, I think that is quite different from the predecessors in the West. Mm-hmm. They are focusing on individual chimpanzee right. like Washu, Seala, Lana, Kanzi, so
0: right. and also human raised. Yes, human raised. Mm-hmm.
2: So, in the year two thousand, we entered the new era of I Project, I and Ayumu. Mm-hmm. So the babies, three babies were born in two thousand. At that time, I made a very clear decision: no more human rearing don't touch <laughs> so the chimpanzee child has a right to be raised by the biological mother mm-hmm. you should not separate mother and infant so mother infant it's a pair of the research uh, subject mm-hmm. but thanks to the long term relationship between the mother and the researcher
0: mm-hmm.
2: you can ask the mother Help me to test your child. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So it's a triadic relationship. Mm-hmm. So what I call participant uh, observation. Mm-hmm. So our participation observation. I participating in the everyday life of chimpanzee mother and infant, and mother help me mm-hmm. to test the kid. And it's exactly the same for us to test human infant. Mm-hmm in the assistance Mm -hmm. of the mother. So this setting really opened my eyes to the importance of mother-infant relationship, social relationship. Mm -hmm. And now your generation are much focusing on social aspects of intelligence. But all is due to group living Mm -hmm. chimpanzee. The community as a whole has been the target Mm -hmm of oh, the research
0: mm. That's very interesting
1: It's very interesting and so for over four decades now PRI mm. has quite had quite a successful history and uh, is continuing to grow mm. and as the director of PRI uh, we know that you've made strong efforts to increase the growth yes. of PRI and that's one of the reasons why we can sit mm. here today yeah. as part of Yeah. Exactly
2: Let's go to the most important exactly. and uh, <laughs> final topic today SciCasp. SciCasp. PSYCASP is a center for international collaboration and advanced studies in primatology. I think it's a royal road in any kind of disciplines. So any kind of disciplines, when you want to be a um, pioneer, always to produce the new things, you need the stimulation. This is exchange of information. Mm -hmm. So not only... Japanese going to Africa to do something, no, we should welcome the foreigners coming to Japan to do the things with us. Mm-hmm. So we can be an equal partner to do a lot of things. And already it was successful in BOSU, NIMBA, right. Guinea, West Africa. Uh, it is Kyupuri, Kyoto University Primate Research Institute team. It was, but I invited um, young scholars, young students at that time uh, from the United States, France, uh, UK, and they turned to be a very good scientists. Mm -hmm. So based on my own successful experience in Bosu Nimba, to keep running the site, I really need the help, the collaboration from foreign. Uh, young scholars, I just reprinted this idea to <laughs> the whole institute too. Mm. So, if I have the center like SciCasp to attract the attention of foreign students, mm-hmm. because we have the resources: mm-hmm. one Japanese monkeys, yes; chimpanzee laboratory, yes; and a lot of opportunity in the field work everywhere in Africa or Borneo, wherever. Mm -hmm. So in terms of primatology, I'm not talking about the disciplines in general. In terms of primatology, Japan had the great advantage. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we are ready to serve for the community in general. So for that purpose, I created SciCASP and started a uh, new path, I mean, the special examination for foreign students. Mm-hmm. So, entrance examination in English, education in English, and PhD in English. Mm.
1: That's right. And so far we've been successful with about five students currently. <laughs> yes, and thanks to Andrew.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm. So, uh, so far, we had already uh, the students like Clis, so Manbusho, uh, mixed Ministry of Education Science and Culture, gave the special scholarship for foreign students. We continue do this kind of thing. But even more, we should welcome any person who are qualified to become a good scientist. Mm-hmm. I want to continue to welcome those young uh, scholars who can be the future for us.
1: I think that's a good place to end the interview. Absolutely. Mm. But thank you very much for your time. Ah, Thank you very much. 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 It was (laughs) a pleasure to talk with you. Yes. Uh, We hope to have you again in the future. Yes. Yes. At some point. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thanks Thanks for joining us. us. Okay.